It's time now to get the hell out of your life. A weekly broadcast with real people, sharing real struggles, and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire, and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now, let's join our host, Ron Myers, the promoter. Hello, my friends. It is so good to be with you. I want to ask you a question. If you walked outside right now and you saw a dark sky, the wind picking up and howling, you would most likely tell yourself there's a storm coming. Well, right now in America, there's a storm that is brewing. We can see something is changing fundamentally in this country. It has been for a long time, but it just seems like it's getting worse and worse. So what time is it in America? What's God up to? Are we in the end times? Is God sending signs to us to prepare for the upcoming trials and tribulations that the Bible has forecasted? Well, to talk about this today, I have invited a good friend of mine, Pastor Irvin Whitaker from Christ the Victor Church in Wiggins, Mississippi, to stop by and have a conversation about what time is it in America. Pastor Irvin Whitaker, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Good to be here. Well, Irvin, you and I go way back. Years ago, you used to do a regular broadcast on a radio station that I managed about Don't Quit. Yes. Uh, the name of the program was Don't Quit. Your faith will see you through. When a lot of people now want to quit. Yes. Uh, and that's the last thing we want to do. Uh, because when we recognize that our God is is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he doesn't change, uh, when we delve into his word and find out more about who he is, and then we find that there's no reason to quit because he that's with us is greater than he that's in the world. So, uh, no, uh, we're tempted to quit. We're tempted to throw up our hands, uh, particularly in the day and time in which we live. But, uh, no, these are the times to really press in and uh, let God's strength shine through us. Does God use ordinary people to accomplish things that he wants done? He does. And when he does, he actually gets the glory from it. Because when he uses his people, typically he will uh, take those things that everyone else maybe throws away. Uh, persons that uh, somebody look at, look at a person and, you know, judge the book by its cover, as they say. And God sees beyond that. He doesn't see as man sees. Uh, God, man looks on the outward appearance. God sees the heart. And he can use us for his purposes if we would simply make ourselves available to him. Right now, you see a big divide in America. As a pastor and somebody that's been out and about, what time is it in America for Christians? America is in a place now where, uh, and we have to really look at the scriptures and find out what does God say about these things? Somebody said, well, America, I don't see America in the Bible. And yet when you read through the Bible, you actually do find that the Bible addresses every situation for every time, every season. God has a chronology. He has, he has a calendar that he's working by. And that's found in the scriptures in America. It's going to be important that we, that we recognize number one, that, God is the one who created all things, all the nations, every tongue, every tribe, every kindred, every nation. He knows all about them. He's the creator of all things. 
And so in America, it's important that we recognize that the creator, the God who made all things is sovereign and he has a sovereign plan for individuals and collectively as nations and that he's he's working in America as in other nations for his purposes to be done. So as far as being a believer in America today, it's important that we focus our eyes and direct our attention toward the creator and find out what's his purpose in and for my life where I am today. Listeners, you're listening to my conversation with Pastor Irvin Whitaker from Christ the Victor Church. Today, our conversation is about what time is it in America? What are the signs that God is giving us to prepare for the upcoming storms that the Bible has forecasted? So, Pastor, what advice would you give someone today in preparing for the upcoming storms that the Bible has forecasted? Uh, If I was giving someone advice today, particularly as a believer, it would be in this day and time, it would be let's focus and intensify our walk with the Lord. Let's let's draw near to God. Let's uh, as the Bible says it this way, uh, if we draw near to God, then God will draw near to us. It's going to be important in this day and time that we glean and derive our spiritual strength, our inner strength from God's word. And that his strength becomes our strength because we're living in a time and the Bible has predicted this when uh, nations are in perplexity. There's uh, wars, rumors of wars. There's famine. There's pestilences. There's the uh, man's inhumanity to man. There's a nation rising against nation, kingdom against kingdom. And then even in Matthew 24, when when Christ spoke of that, he spoke of ethnicities, even uh, You know, you have this ethnicity against this ethnicity, and we see that divide even in the United States and around the world. That's being really it's being magnified. And that division in the nation is causing all kinds of problems and issues. And so it's going to be important that we find out who we are, what our our identity is in Christ, and then that we walk out, let his light shine in us in this nation so that we can be living epistles, that we can show forth God's light, God's glory, God's uh, presence, God's power in our lives. And uh, that way others who are, who don't know God, don't know the Lord can see his light shine through us. You know, I go to the gym on a regular basis. I like to do some cardio. I like to lift some weights to stay in shape. I try to stay healthy. Christians, we need spiritual health and that we cannot just rely, can we, on just one day a week on Sundays or maybe Wednesdays? Because to become the person you just described, it takes work on our part. We have to want to get to know Jesus better. We have to read. We have to pray. We have to have quiet time, don't we? We do. God told Joshua uh, in in Joshua chapter number one, he said, listen, Moses, my servant is dead. And he said, uh, in order for you to carry on that which I've begun with Moses, you're going to need to meditate in my word. He said, you're going to need to observe this word day and night. Keep it before your eyes and in your heart. Uh, And he said, if you do that, he said, then you'll prosper and 
you'll make your way prosperous and have good success. Well, we can take that to heart today. We're going to need to fortify ourselves, our inward man, with God's word, feeding on the word. Christ himself said, man shall not live by bread only, but by every word of God. That's spiritual food. So just as we feed the natural man, you were speaking about that, going to the gym and and working out and, and making your muscles strong. Well, just as we build up our physical man in the gym, we're going to need to get in God's gym, which is the spiritual gym, that is feeding on God's word and then exercising our faith, because what that does is it strengthens us in our inward man so that we can be uh, strong, as he told Joshua, be strong in me so that you can accomplish my purposes. You know, one thing that um, I have discovered, Pastor Irvin, that um, when I get with someone, because I, I try to do the spiritual food and, and be prepared. And sometimes I, I wonder, well, is it really there? Do I, am I retaining this information? But then I'll get into a discussion with someone that is totally anti-God. And I'm actually surprised at some of the things that come out of my mouth, like, wow, where did that come from? So the word of God, sometimes God brings it to light when we have a confrontation. Do you know what I'm trying to yes. say? Yes, that's the the Holy Spirit who lives within us. Uh, if if a person is a believer, if a person is born again, and Jesus said you must be born again in order to see the kingdom of God. Uh, when a person is born again, that means we're born of his word, born of his spirit. And that's something that God does. We can't do it on our own. He said, he told Nicodemus, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So when we're speaking with someone or we're sharing our faith, we have our helper, the Holy Spirit. Yes. He's the spirit of truth. And the word says that he will, uh, that he will lead and guide us into all truth. And so there are times when we're speaking with someone, when words come up and come out that didn't come from our minds, they came from our hearts, from our inward man, from our spirit man, by the Holy Spirit who lives within us. Yeah, there's times I, that I'm speaking and it's like I'm outside of my body listening to what I'm saying and said, surely this, this, this isn't Ron. Cause I don't even know that much, but boy, that yes. reading, the studying, the praying, it really does. It's kind of like Popeye. Remember Popeye used to have to have that spinach when he, yes. when he ran into Bluto that sometimes <laughs> listeners, when you run into the Bluto's of this world, uh, which yes, are out there, and we will, and we will, you need to be prepared for that day because uh, yes, that's when they look at us that I've noticed and say, they may not say it out loud, but you can tell by their eyes like, wow, where'd that come from? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that guy oh, must, that guy, that gal, they must know God. <laughs> yes. And you know what? Uh, God tells us this in his word. He literally tells us that we are strangers and pilgrims down here. Those of us that are born again, and anyone can be, if they simply acknowledge the Lord Jesus Christ, that he that he died for us, that he gave his life for us, that we can become what's called new creations, new creatures in Christ. We find the Bible tells us that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature or a new Amen. creation. Old things have passed away. So no matter what we've done in the past, no matter what we have been in the past or haven't been, all those things are, 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 are wiped away. And we become new creations 
in Christ. Wow. Listeners, you're listening to my conversation with Pastor Irvin Whitaker from Christ the Victor Church. Today, our conversation is about what time is it in America? What are the signs that God is giving us to prepare for the upcoming storms that the Bible has forecasted? Irvin, are we in the end times? In a word, absolutely. Uh, We are, when you read the Bible, when you read the scriptures, you find that God has already opened up to us for those who would seek him. He has a timeline, a timetable. I call it God's chronology, where he speaks of, and and the Bible covers the entire span of history from the very uh, beginning of creation in Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, all the way to the back of the book where it speaks of a time when Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ, our Messiah, shall return, and he's going to do some things in the earth. He's going to judge the earth. But he's also going to have he's got a plan for those who love him, those who believe him, those who get to know him, those who receive him in this life. And it speaks of uh, a life where uh, a place where a dwelling places that he speaks of. He says, in my father's house, there are many mansions. If I if it weren't so, I would have told you. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. God has a plan for anyone who would believe him, anyone who would love him, anyone who would walk with him, anyone who would give their hearts and their lives to him. He has an eternal plan for every individual. doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter what you've done. doesn't matter uh, what your background is. doesn't matter your ethnicity. It's, it's, do you know Christ? What have you done with Christ? Now we are in the last days. Uh, the Bible predicts that, Before the return of Christ, it speaks of some things that we're going to see happening. And so all you have to do is open your eyes and look around and see what we're seeing. Matthew 24, Jesus' disciples asked him, uh, what's going to to happen in the end times? What's What's going to be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And he spoke with them and he said, you know, you're going to see some of these things happen, such as wars, rumors of wars. Earthquakes in various places. Uh, You're going to see nations rising against nations, kingdoms against kingdoms. You're going to see famines. You're going to see pestilences. You're going to see all of these unsavory things. And he said, when you do, he said, understand this. These are the beginning of sorrows. Sounds like you just described the six o'clock news. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're seeing these things. The Bible is unfolding right before our very eyes in this day and time. And it's going to be important that God's people fortify ourselves in his word and allow the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit, to open our eyes and reveal spiritually what's happening. Because when you understand spiritually what's happening, then you see, you understand the natural. If you understand the spiritual, then the natural begins to fall into place. Okay, this is why we're seeing this. This is where... Uh, this is coming from. Well, you know what concerns me a little bit, uh, Irvin, is that there's some complacent Christians that say, well, we're not going to be here. We're going to be raptured. So I'm just going to sit back and, you know, God's got it all under control. But uh, what if we're not raptured? I mean, and for those this, you know, for those of us out there or people out there that don't know what rapture means. What does rapture mean to a non-Christian? 
to a, I would say this to a non-Christian, uh, the word rapture simply means the catching away, uh, the gathering of God's people to himself. The word of God talks about a time when the Messiah himself is going to come down from heaven and he's going to receive his people unto himself. So that's known as the rapture of the church. And some people believe there's a rapture before tribulation. Some people believe that it comes three and a half years into the tribulation. And yes. others believe that we go through seven years of tribulation and then we're taken up. And yes. my thing with people is, listen, have you driven down the interstate lately? I might get raptured today by the way these people are driving. Is it so, is this, don't focus so much on what might happen, but let's control the things that are happening today in our lives. Because what if we're called home today? Are we ready? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the, the most important thing with that. And you're exactly right. There are people who believe in pre-tribulation rapture, mid-tribulation rapture, or post-tribulation rapture. But Jesus said this, be ye also ready. Be ready. That means regardless of when he comes, be ready for him when he comes. Because if we don't, it's human nature to become complacent. Uh, Things will just continue the way they've always been. We won't see these things in our lifetime. This is for the next generation. Uh, And so people become lax and or complacent and or indifferent and or apathetic. There was a... uh gentleman a few weeks ago, uh, a power line guy in New Orleans, 25 years old, that uh, got a jolt of electricity. Basically, it killed his insides. And the family members said, we're praying for his comfort and his salvation. The first thought to myself was, if we have a family member that we don't know where their salvation is, maybe today is the day to have a conversation with them because life is so precious. Everybody listening knows somebody in their life that died unexpectedly, just totally caught them off guard. Well, you and I and everybody else out there, we're only but one heartbeat away from eternity. Yes. And with all the craziness going on in this world, we need to be able to answer that question. If God calls us home within the next 10 minutes, within the next hour, at least I hope he waits till my show's over with. Uh, (laughs) If there's a pause in silence in this show, you know that uh, I've been raptured out of here. We've got to take care of those personal questions now. And I remember years ago in my old, wild, heathen days, I always said, well, I'm going to go to church next Sunday. And I would go, now nah, I'll go next Sunday. Well, I'm going to wait till Easter. I'm going to wait for Christmas. But you know what? I was kind of playing Russian roulette. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is so vital, Ron, that we, particularly in this day and hour, in this day and time, uh, we are so very close. And, uh, you know, people say, well, you know, we've been close even in the Bible days. They were saying we're in the last days. And that's the truth. But remember, a day with the Lord is as a thousand years and a thousand years as a day. Uh, When you look through the scriptures, you see the signs of the times. Jesus said that we should be discerning of the signs of these times. He said, when you look in the sky, you can tell when a storm's coming. So this should give us a clue. So the things that we're seeing today, and all you have to do is open your eyes a little bit. When we see, and just to give you some examples of, of course, what we've been going through this past year and a half with the with the COVID-19, 
all of the protocols, all of the things that have been implemented, the people's lives who have who have been turned upside down, particularly for those that have unfortunately, sadly lost their lives, but also for those that that have been sick, those that have been uh, in some way uh, uh, disabled, it's it's disrupted people's lives in a manner such that we've not seen heretofore. Listeners, you're listening to my conversation with Pastor Irvin Whitaker from Christ the Victor Church. Today, our conversation is about what time is it in America? What are the signs that God is giving us to prepare for the upcoming storms that the Bible has forecasted? You know, Pastor, I think there's one thing that is going on that does not get a lot of conversation. It is the isolation of people and people being separated in families, not gather, you know, gathering together. That is heart wrenching. Yes. My wife went through this last year. Her father was sick in Las Vegas and died. She couldn't go see him, could not do anything. The the tragedy of, uh, among other things, with this has been the isolation, as you said. We're social creatures. Yes. Um, even not being able to go to nursing homes. And I know mm. people also that had elderly mothers, fathers, grandmothers, grandfathers in nursing homes that were not able to access them. And, and in a number of cases, you've had people that had, say, dementia or Alzheimer's. And so the, the individuals are wondering why they're not their Their sons or daughters or loved ones are not visiting them like they like they used to. And by them not being able to have that access, imagine the agony just that they were going through. In addition to the individuals who couldn't go and see their parents, yes, and then you had uh, just the 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 dehumanization that we saw with uh, having to basically look at each other as if as if that other person is an enemy or uh, somehow you're going to harm me because I'm close to you or I'm I'm in your vicinity. Yes. Uh, that is is that's a that's a traumatic experience on a person. Absolutely. Absolutely. And only a believer with the Holy Spirit. And this is important for you people out there that don't believe in God. You don't have to go through the trials and tribulations of life all alone. God, in his infinite wisdom, gave you and I access to his Holy Spirit to have a peace that surpasses all understanding. God said it like this. He said, you know, when we're going through something in our lives. He said, uh, if we would pray, he yes, said, if we pray. would commit uh, whatever our situation is to God, he said that he would be there to not only strengthen and comfort us, but he would also uh, give us that peace that passes all human understanding. We, Amen. Uh, there are things that are beyond our control. There are things that if we could, if we could have handled, we would have handled by now. There are things in our lives that we cannot do anything about. And we must look to God to be able to, to take care of those things for us. And that's where faith and trust comes in. That is so right. Uh, wow. We are just about out of time. Listeners, Pastor Irvin Whitaker, he's from Christ the Victor Christian Center around the big city of Wiggins, Mississippi. And uh, uh, Pastor, you are just a, a wealth of knowledge and your inspiration, your words 
have been so encouraging today and and thank you. And I would just want you to know that I'm going to be calling you a lot because we need someone with your wisdom and experience and knowledge to share with the listeners because we're all in this together. Will you be so kind to pray for us? Absolutely. Uh, the the program, and you mentioned uh, years ago that we had uh, on together, was called Don't Quit. Your faith will see you through. It's important in this day and time that we understand that the building up of our faith is so vital in this hour. How do we build up our faith? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God's word uh, cannot fail. God's word is true. Heaven and earth will pass away before God's one word of God will fail. And so I want to encourage uh, you that are out there that are hurting, that are going through. Uh, God is your source. Christ is your source. Go to his word. Open your Bible. Ask him to open your eyes of your the, uh, the eyes of your understanding. Ask him to if you don't know him, ask him to reveal himself to you. And he will do that uh, for you because he loves you. He gave himself for you. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Wow. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today uh, for Ron Myers, for this podcast. And we pray now for those that are listening. We ask you to move on their behalf. We ask you, Father, to show yourself strong on behalf of these listeners. Father, you know who's on. You know whose words, who's, uh, who has heard these words today. You know where they are. You know who they are. We ask you by the power of the Holy Spirit that you would move in such a manner in their lives that, Father, if they don't know you, that they will come to a saving knowledge of who Jesus is. We pray, Father, in their situation that you would cause your purposes to be done. And, Father, that you would move in their lives in such a manner that they would know that there is a God in heaven and that you dwell and you intervene in the affairs of men. We thank you in advance for all that you shall do. And we'll give you all glory and honor and praise for what you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. And that is Pastor Irvin Whitaker, Christ the Victor Christian Center. Uh, do you have a Facebook page, your church? We do. It's uh, Christ the Victor uh, Christian Center there on Facebook. Pastor Irvin, so good to see you. It's been many good to years. See you, sir. It's been a while. It's been, been a while. while. So, so thank glad you. To be be yep. here and thank you for the, the opportunity. You're welcome. Ron will be back in a moment to wrap up today's conversation. We want to encourage you today with God's promise to you. It comes from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and the future. That's God's promise to you when you choose to commit your plans and future to Him. Now, back to Ron. Well, friends, we need to be prepared for the upcoming storm that is brewing in this world. Stay close to God, listen to God, pray to God, and be determined to keep the hell out of your life. Share this broadcast with your friends and family. And remember this, God loves you, God has a plan for you, and he wants to help you keep the hell out of your life.
Today's show was produced by Ron Myers Ministries, a listener-supported ministry. For a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. And would you prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation so that we may continue to share stories of God's amazing grace with the world? And join us next week for another broadcast of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Real people sharing real struggles and offering real hope.